0: stock market has seen quite a dip recently and with such a on-fire hot rally it seems like we're around the time when stocks are about to cool off a couple months ago we saw the tech stocks just get beat up pummeled a lot of them took 10 percent drops that's amazon it's apple it's facebook and it seemed that all these investors were finally coming back down to earth, back to their senses, and the market would return to fundamentals. Lo and behold, they were wrong. The market kept on rising. Tech stocks bounced back, even with the recovery stocks in unison, even though they were kind of doing a little dance and one was going up and the other was going down while they are taking turns with each other. But with September coming up, it seems we may be at that point where the market is finally starting to fall. News about the Delta variant, being able to infect people who have COVID has maybe even rightfully so caused COVID lockdown concerns to come back. A lot of states that previously lifted mask mandates have reinstated them. There's been cases on cruise ships of passengers getting COVID. And a lot of these recovery plays that seemed like it was only a matter of time Now, all of a sudden, don't seem as delicious. Personally, I know I was very heavily in CCL, still am, and it went from $20 to $30 per share. And at that time, I thought I was a genius. I was ready to publish my self published article about how I'm so right all the time. And lo and behold, it dropped back down to 22, maybe even going back down to 15, where All of these COVID scares are um, really pushing the price. And with that all being said, as uneducated investors, as people who, you know, want to grow our wealth, you know, we're, we're just the average people, how do we pick which stocks to go right now? I mean, it doesn't look like there's that many deals to be had. I got a few ideas, actually, though. Hi, my name is Fly Stewie. This is the Uneducated Investor STIR podcast, the podcast where we connect investing to pop culture. If you like the podcast, if you want to support, all you have to do is within your iTunes app, just go scroll down, scroll down, scroll down when you click the podcast and go to the review section. Leave a five star review. And if you want to write something nice, feel free, go ahead and feel free. It really helps the algorithm. It helps us grow. Now let's get better at investing together. So, I just want to introduce a lot of people to this concept, right? Now, before I introduce the concept, let me introduce the situation. So, this is the situation in the stock market, right? We're near all time highs, the stock market's been rallying. You think the stock market is heading down or at a point where it's going sideways. Now, do you think the stock market's going to go up another 10% by the end of the year? Probably not. It could, but probably not. Do you think it will go sideways? You're saying probably like a you know a 50% chance it goes sideways, 10% chance it goes up, and maybe like 40% chance it goes down. That's kind of where your head's at. And by go down, I mean go down like seven percent. So if your head's in the the stock market's probably gonna ch- trade within you know the three to five percent range for the rest of the year. Let me introduce you to a concept called the covered call. Now, the covered call is very simple. You know, call options, people buy these call options. You know, they're making like a side bet that Amazon will go up in the stock price, basically a simple way to think about it. You know, I bet you $10 that Amazon will go up, and if it goes up, then hey, you get to buy $10 worth of Amazon stock. Obviously, that's not the you know technical definition, but I like to look at it as a side bet with leverage. Um, leverage being, $1 can make me $10 if I make a certain bet within Amazon. Very, you know, layman terms explaining it. You know, it's not the old, what is it? Um, Gives you the, when you buy an option, you have the right to redeem it at a future date in the future. I mean, that's great for if you're into, you know, you really know finance, but I like to look at it as a side bet where you can use leverage to make a higher return, or you can lose a lot of money if it doesn't hit. Um. Or if you know, your bet doesn't come out true, then you lose all that money, right? That's a call option. Now, call options are a great play when you think the market's gonna go up. When if you think the market's going up 7%, then by all means, buy a call option for that date and time in the future that you think the market's going up. However, if you think the market's going down or stagnant, then instead of buying the call option, selling the call option is definitely a choice. Now, notice I said sell the call option or writing the call, and I didn't say buying a put option, which is when you're making a side bet that the market will go down. Basically, when you write a call option, you're the person that's essentially taking the other side of the bet of someone going long a call option. So when someone buys a call option, they're going long it. When you write the call, you're selling you're taking the other side of the bet right what's great about this is that means that that person pays you their bet money so it's almost like a dividend and if the market doesn't reach the price that the person who's buying the call option has predicted in the future so if the person says amazon's three thousand dollars right now i think it will be four thousand dollars by the end of 2021 right if it doesn't hit four thousand dollars you keep your side bet money And they, you know, now transfer that money to you and you get to keep your stocks. They don't get to buy your stocks. However, if it hits 4,000, then you basically, you know, you still keep that side bet money. But all of a sudden, now they have a right to the stocks that that call option basically insured them or in layman terms, you lose and you have to pay out a bunch of money for that call option. So is writing a call good for the average investor? Well, probably not because it's super expensive. Um, options are sold in contracts. Um, basically a contract is like a hundred shares of a stock. Uh, it's very expensive. Like I think if you're going to write a call option on Amazon, it's like $30,000, some crazy price just for entry level, similar to Tesla. Like it's, these are really expensive investment moves to make. So then how does do us regular investors take advantage of such a unique tool? You see a covered call is perfect for mar- uh, market situations where you think the market's either going to go down or stay stagnant and the whole time you're collecting dividends because you think it's, you know, not going to hit that price and if it does hit that price in the future, um, you know, it goes up to whatever price and hey, you pay them the stocks. But, you know, you still have that side bet money. It's a really good play if you don't think the market's gonna go up. What we can do as, you know, regular investors is we can actually buy ETFs that implement this strategy for us at a cheaper cost. So instead of us writing, you know, a call option and basically, you know, being on the hook for like $30,000 making a side bet for writing a call for, you know, Amazon or Tesla, we can buy, An ETF that actually mimics that. And that's what I want to, you know, that's my top picks for this situation now. So I'll give you a couple of tickers that I really like. One of them is QYLD. This is a covered call ETF for the NASDAQ. Um, When the market's doing, you know, really hot and maybe it drops 1%, instead of buying like an ETF at that point, like QQQ, maybe I'll buy QYLD because I'm in a situation where I think the market still has a room to go down but I still want to be able to capitalize on some of the upside some of the dividends so it's definitely a great play. Another one is similar to that it's called JEPI, J E P I and this one um it's JP Morgan I believe and it's a cover call that basically is not the Nasdaq but for the S&P 500. So if you think about the Nasdaq versus S&P 500, the S&P 500 is a bit more it's a bit less volatile than the Nasdaq so JEPI is kind of like the safer play. Um, and then finally, you know, we see this market, big um, cap stocks have been dominating. Small cap stocks still have a lot of room to recover. So maybe you want some exposure to that, but you don't want to, you know, take the crazy risk. RYLD is basically the covered call ETF for small cap stocks. So those are three covered call ETFs that I've been pounding my portfolio with. And just so you know, my strategy, Anytime the market dips around six, 7%, that's when I want to really sell my covered calls or just buy long positions on either QQQ or one, the 3X version of QQQ, which is TQQQ. These are stock ticker symbols I'm saying, which is a 3X leverage ETF that buys um, stocks from NASDAQ. So just to let you know right now, my portfolio is around 25 to 30% cash. Um, I've been slowly selling stocks. Um, I've already, you know, went up heavily this year, probably, uh, let's see, probably over 30%, maybe even 40% this year. Um, so because of that, you know, I've been been benefited from AMC. I've been from GameStop. Um, I benefited from just triple leverage ETFs, just good timing. Um, because of that, I'm at a stage where when the market's hot and I feel like there's no good deals around, like literally every stock deal, like the recovery plays were the good deal like three weeks ago, but then this Delta variant got at a bit out of hands. Now this, the recovery plays, even though they're at a low price, they could go lower. Tech, we just saw tech got beat up and now it's on this insane run. I think tech's at a vulnerable stage where it could go down lower and realistically i love disney i think disney's properties are amazing as theaters are now open i think people are going to run out to see um uh, what, what's the movie like strange uh doctor strange when it comes out they're going to run to see the new spider-man like these movies are going to have ridiculous numbers uh, however the theme parks are still closed it's still part big part of their business and disney plus isn't yet built to offset it yet it will eventually but not yet so um that's i still love disney but it's not necessarily in in a good position and the only stock i really think i would put money in is wba and i've bought a lot around 46 dollars um right now it's at 49 i still think maybe it's a decent value if you need to buy a stock right now and it's a good dividend place so you know even if the stock market takes a beating a bit it still has a bit of you know buffer there still has a bit of water float there to keep out the invaders but you know it's it's decent COVID play as people get vaccinated um you know they go to places like walgreens but we're still at a place in the market where i don't necessarily know if there's too many just like golden (laughs) licking your lips type of opportunities however with these four tickers ryld for a covered call for small cap QYLD for covered call for NASDAQ and GEPI for covered call for S&P. These are um, stocks that I've been, you know, pouring a lot of money in and maybe it could be worth your, you know, your own um, education to see if it's right for you. Of course, you know, I can't give up financial advice. But here's you know different stocks, just perk your interest and see if these are some things that you wanna look into and see if it's something that could help your portfolio. As always, the best, most brightest investors are the uneducated ones. That's because the uneducated investor, they never stop learning. Um, if you love the podcast, I'm on Twitter. It's at Fly Let me know your stock picks, what you're really looking into. And we, flight crew, have to take off. This podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. If you want to watch movies anywhere in the world, whether you're in the US and you want to watch UK movies, or if you just want a safe, reliable internet connection where you want to make sure that you're out on the go using Wi-Fi, but you don't want to have your data actually compromised when you're checking your investments, use NordVPN, it is the best, number one, most reliable, vpn service out right now it's the one that i actually personally use and for all the flight crew listeners we actually have a cool deal when we partner with vpn uh nordvpn so click the show notes it helps support the podcast and also gives you the sweet benefits of getting a fast reliable vpn so again within the show notes within the comments of this podcast you'll be able to see the nordvpn link click it there it will help the show and give you that fast reliable internet thanks flight crew yeah.